What's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all doing out there? Um, Welcome to the pod. Uh, You know, I felt like the last episode I did should have been longer. I felt like I didn't explain things when I, like, listened back to it. I was like, you know what? There was a lot of nuanced things that I didn't explain. But I mentioned, but I just really didn't break it down. And I'm going to take a few minutes and I'm going to break down some of those things and pretty much wrap up that episode. Uh, it was really hard to wrap it up because uh, it's it's a complicated situation. Um, what Ja did was stupid. Um, I'm not going to call him stupid. I'm not going to call him a moron or belittle him. But what he did was stupid. And he could have handled that situation better. I'm going to put that out there. I don't want anybody to think that I'm making excuses for his behavior or anything that he did. Because I'm not. I'm not making no excuses for him. I'm not saying because of my past and the way I live my life, excuse anything that he did. In fact, where I'm from and how I grew up, the mentality that I had. Someone like Ja, I wouldn't even respect. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you don't have to be outside doing this. Like, you choosing to be outside doing this. And I think that Ja has this thing called HPD. I think he has this personality disorder to where um, he feels that he's something based on the validation of others. And I feel like... um, and, and and let me tell you, it's called histrionic personality disorder. Um, I think that Ja has that. I think Ja, he wants attention and he wants approval for people or from people on social media. He will do anything to get it. And I think he's. I think that's one of the issues that's there. I also think that Ja is suffering from paying the black tax. Uh, that's when you make some type of success. And all your family and everybody around you is in your pockets. And you have to pay them for that success. Meaning that you're doing a great job. You've been a success. But now you have to give back to people who didn't do right with their money. Who didn't do right with their time. Or didn't have the gifts or the opportunities that you had. You now have to give them the black tax. And um, Oprah talks about it. Uh, Trevor Noah talks about it. I think that Ja is suffering from paying the black tax. I also think that there's a rap music element to this. I think that in our culture, we all sit back when rappers do it and we are amused by it. We uh, we don't say anything. We, we don't call them stupid for doing it, right? And that's because we look at them as less than or we look at them as ignorant, but we hold Ja as a different standard or like we have that, right? We have that mentality that no, no, no. Jaw's not supposed to do that, but everybody else could do it. And I think that that's real hypocritical. I think that Jaw is going to dial into whatever black culture finds acceptable. If black people decided to get degrees and which we are, uh, but if black people were like, Hey, the standard is everybody get a law degree. And Ja going to be like, fuck basketball. I want to be a lawyer. 
Because why? That's what people want. But let's be real. Majority of our culture, we want to be rappers. Majority of our culture, we have our pants sagging. We have money. We have we have all of these worldly things that entertain us in our culture. And we're going to sit up here because job makes $200 million. We want to sit up here and change the goalposts. Um, I see a lot of people mentioning $200 million. I just want to put that out there. Him making $200 million means nothing. I think Ja has made the number or money that he wants to make in a lifetime. I think Ja feels like in his 23-year-old brain, he feels like he made it. I don't think Ja cares about money. I don't think he gives a fuck about $200 million. I think in his mind, he thinks, well, if I made $200 million, I can make it again. I think that's how he thinks in his mind. He's not thinking like normal people. So you cannot put your poor-minded self your poor mindset you can't put yourself in his situation because he doesn't see it that way he doesn't see it as me working this fucked up job and if i get 200 million it's going to change my life he doesn't see it that way he see it as fuck i make 200 million i gotta still take care of everybody it is what it is um i also didn't explain how the nba lists how the snub impacted his actions um i don't know that for sure but i could only assume that once he was snubbed as a form of punishment, it negatively impacted his actions, right? He went into this fuck it mode. And that's the issue with punishment. I don't think people understand that. When you punish somebody, it could either be a positive punishment, right? Or it could be a negative punishment. And um, clearly, them taking his money, $40 million out of his pocket, it resulted in him being negative, like it resulted in him not giving a fuck. And that's that's the cards you take when you punish people. And I don't think that people understand that when they send out punishments, like when they give people prison time based on the crime, you got to think about yourself. Like, am I giving this man time? Is he's going to be OK? Is he's going to come out a changed, rehabilitated person or he's going to go in and then come back out worse? And. I know that's not the judge's responsibility to take, to think like that. Like that's that's asking too much of a judge to do. But I don't think that the public understand that when we convict people of certain crimes, like we just say, "Oh, just lock them up," because we have this like out of sight, out of mind mentality. And that's the same thing with him. Like he missed all NBA because of something that had nothing to do with his work. Like his work on the court proves itself. He's supposed to be on that list, and. They did some bullshit and they snubbed him off on purpose as a way to punish him for him doing the gun situation because they felt like the eight games wasn't enough. So they went to punish him some more. And that didn't help. That did not help the situation. It made it worse. And I didn't explain that. Um, All of these things are nuanced. I didn't even explain the parents, right? I didn't explain how his mother keeps calling him and like, hey, John, come down here and handle my business. Like, ma'am. You are an adult. Handle your own business. Unless you are in grave danger, you have no reason to call your millionaire son to come down here and crash out. You have no reason because that's what young men do. Young men love their mothers and they're willing to die. There are so many men that are in prison today over the abuse of their mother or their mother's making bad decisions and their son trying to clean it up. There's so many men in prison today because why young men will sacrifice their lives for their mothers. His mom should have handled those situations better. Um, and she didn't, she didn't. 
Um, it's called histrionic personality disorder. I just looked it up. Um, yeah, his mother didn't handle that situation different. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about his father. I know we like to criticize the man because he would just like to shit on men. His father did a great job. His father had him out there in the backyard doing tire flips and, you know, investing time into Ja becoming Ja. Uh, could his father have taken in a more stern role? Yeah. But at some point, you got to let Ja be a man. And this is why in, in that episode, I never not took Ja out of the accountability portion. I mentioned it. I said that I hold his families and friends close to 10% and 90% on Ja because at some point, Ja has to look in the mirror and he has to ask for those decisions. But I will say this. Please stop mentioning money. Stop. Because it doesn't matter to that man. He made the money he wanted to make. And he is detached from reality of what that money means. Like he doesn't even, his mind doesn't even register what that money can do for his family. Like it just doesn't register because he's too busy taking care of his family. When this kid a couple of years ago, the world didn't even know who he was. Like when I told that story about his draft, how he wasn't even scouted. Most kids, by the time they hit 11th grade, they're scouted. Ja wasn't scouted, period. Uh, so the fact of the matter is, out of nowhere, he becomes a phenomenon. And then the whole Kyrie Irving thing happened, and now he's the face of the league. That's a lot to handle. Um, and I didn't mention that. I didn't really dig deep in it, and maybe that's my fault. Maybe I could have spent 10 minutes explaining how these things connect to the situation I didn't really uh, want to give my opinion and what I thought. I wanted to be objective and lay out the facts and let you decide what's right and wrong. And and and, and whether you have a different um, opinion or outlook on it than you did before when you first heard the story. Um, but that's it. Hold on. So I also wanted to give an update on the murder of Jordan Neely. Uh, the guy that they said who did it, um, Daniel Perry, he was arrested uh, by the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, on second-degree manslaughter. Um, he was released the same day. Um, his GoFundMe has gotten a total of like $2 million, $2.2 million um, to help him fight this case. Obviously, this became a political issue. And the reason why it became a political issue is because homelessness is a it's a big topic, right? It's a big topic. Uh, not only migrants at the border, but homelessness, um, mental health. That's a big topic. And when you got so many people walking around the city with mental health problems and economic problems, I mean, now you're dealing with the government. And they really politicized this. Um, while black activists made this into a race issue, people who are um, on the other side of that made this into a politics issue. Um, so he did get $2 million to help him fight his case. Um, a lot of people disagree with me on how I felt about it. They felt like I should have said that, you know, I should have been on that on the side of. Uh, the activists saying that he murdered him or he lynched him and I should have had that approach. 
but I just don't. I'm never going to have that approach. I'm never going to feel like that. Um, like I said, I don't think that he should be charged. Um, is it unfortunate that Jordan Neely died? Yes, it's really unfortunate. I'm sad. I feel I feel for his family. I don't think nobody deserves to die because they're just being belligerent. I don't think that, but I think it's part of a a bigger issue. I think it's part of a complex issue, and I think until you attack the complex issue, um, us arguing about it, nothing's going to come from it, and that's just what I feel. Um, and then you look at it, right? The same week, same week he gets charged um, in San Francisco, a uh, security guard named Michael Anthony fatally shoots uh, a guy named Banco Brown. Now, Banco, he is a black, black male. Um, he was caught stealing from Walgreens, something that cost $14. And Michael Anthony got in a fight with Banco and pretty much Michael shot Banco and Banco died. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, I guess the guy was unharmed, but they said that uh, Banco threatened to stab him. And But the police didn't find a knife on Banco's uh, possession. Um, and now people were saying that Michael should be locked up. And the DA said, nope, Michael used self-defense. Even though the guy was unarmed and it was just a scuffle, Michael still used self-defense. I don't see no outrage. Here we got a black security guard. Uh, I see people say, well, that's not right. But for the most part, once it was like, yeah, we're not going to charge him. I heard nothing. No outrage, no protest, no nothing. Because the guy was black. Now, let's say if Daniel Perry, right? Situation where he said he felt like his life was in danger or the train was in danger, whatever the case may be. People look and say, well, you still shouldn't have killed them. If Daniel Perry didn't get charged, there will be complete outrage. There'll be a protest right outside my window. Swear to God. And the fact that it wasn't, it's just it just shows you how inconsistent we are and how black lives only matter when it's at the hands of white people. Anyway, I'm out of here. Peace.